Welcome to the latest edition of Anyone, Anywhere, Anytime with me, Marshan Kenny. Well, if you're a Southern Miss football fan, you are going to love today's show. The interview is going to be with one of the greatest running backs in the history of Southern Miss football, my friend and former teammate, the big train, Harold Shaw. So look out for that in not too long. Well, if you're a Southern Miss baseball fan, then what a great time it is to be a fan of the Pete Taylor Park magic that's been going on. We just got out the Auburn Regional to advance to our second straight Super Regional. And I know people are starting to dream of Omaha right now, and it's Scott Berry's last season at Southern Miss. And what a great way to send him out with a trip to Omaha. And why not? While we're at it, let's win the whole damn thing. Why not? And uh, But that started to make me think of Southern Miss won a uh, national championship in one of the big three sports. And uh, that's going to lead in kind of this next segment with the fan comments in the segment that we call Four and Out. Well, this week on Twitter and Facebook, I asked the Southern Miss Nation, how would you celebrate if Southern Miss won a national championship in one of the big three sports? I mean, I joked with everybody and said I might go streaking down Hardy Street. I mean, you never know if Southern Miss wins a national championship. I might lose my mind and do something like that. You never know. But uh, pick four of the fan comments. There are a lot of great ones. Go check them out. But first up from Twitter, Ted Campiso said would be streaking right next to you. Bourbon in one hand, cigar in the other. Hopefully we're not streaking in winter, but at least we're both married. I like that. <laughs> Rob Hammer from Facebook said, I think I would have to take a week off, head down to Hattiesburg, and party all week with everyone, possibly ending up in jail. Well, let's stay out of jail, you know, but uh, you know, Southern Miss wins a national championship. We might get a little rowdy. Next up, at Depraved USM Fan on Twitter said, I would definitely be a rational human being on Twitter and be a very good sport about it. And I can feel the sarcasm right there. I think you would be loud and audacious that Southern Miss won a national championship. And finally, James Vernon from Facebook said, I've been saying this for 35 years or better. I would turn all the lights on in my house, open all the blinds and dance a naked ballet to the song. They call me Mellow Yellow by the group Donovan. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's how we celebrate Southern Miss Nation. So let's see what happens and win in Omaha and see how we all do celebrate. But uh, like I said earlier in the show, I've got a great interview today for all you Southern Miss football fans. It comes with a great friend of mine, a great former teammate, and literally one of the baddest dudes to ever run the ball at the Rock. So with all that said, the interview today is with the big train, Harold Shaw. Well, people ask me all the time, who was the toughest guy you had to tackle? And that's an easy answer. It's legendary Southern Miss running back Harold Shaw. Uh, he's one of the greatest ever wear the black and gold. He's my great friend. And Harold, I'm so honored to have you on today, man. How's the world treating you? Uh, treating me good. First of all, like, thank you for having me on. I've been uh, waiting my turn patiently to uh, get on your talk show. <laughs> Again, you know, we we friends, but more more less we family. So oh, anything I can do, to, you know, give back. So just let me know. Absolutely, man. You know it's heavy defense. You know I'm a nasty bunch guy, man. I had my TJ AD. I had to get a lot of nasty bunch. Rod Davis, but you knew Harold was coming yeah. soon. I'd have done everybody a disservice yeah. so I'm bringing Harold Shaw. But man, okay. your accolades, man. A 2016 Southern Miss Hall of Fame inductee, All Conference performer at Southern Miss three-year NFL career with the New England Patriots, and you won an arena bowl in the Arena yeah. Football League, man. So how's those accolades make you feel to this day? 
it made me feel I'm, I'm humble, you know, because God blessed me uh, to be able to play football and be able to, once I, you know, I did everything I needed to do, uh, talk about it now, you know, just give God the honor and the thanks for the ability for me to be able to play sports. Yeah, that's awesome. And you played them better just about anybody I ever dealt with, man. And, uh, and you had a cool <laughs> nickname. And this is how a lot of people remember you, not just by Harold Shaw, but the big train. Where did that nickname come from, man? They used to call you the train all the time. You know, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like the I like the name, but uh, I have no idea who started calling it. It just <laughs> someone called it and it just started just hit had a nice little kick to it. Yeah, definitely had a kick to it, man. You had a kick to a lot of defenders too, man. And and all that football had to start somewhere in McGee, Mississippi, at McGee High School. Yeah. You were a multi-sport star, man, too, there. So yeah. talk about the high school days a little bit where you're you're the pride of McGee, Mississippi, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, high school, it was fun. And, uh, again, you know, you want to hear me talk more about God giving accolades to do everything. Uh, he, like, he blessed me to be, a, you know, a good running back. Uh, I had to work hard at it because, you know, I wanted to be one of the best to come out of McGee because we had other guys that played uh, in McGee. Um, so I just wanted to make a name for myself. And football is everything in McGee. So I was able to uh, achieve, you know, my goals. Yeah, and you definitely achieved it, man. I mean, you got to be one of the biggest recruits in America, not just Mississippi. You were the top player in Mississippi your senior year. You were a five-star recruit as well. Um, kind of those high school days, man. I mean, when you knew I'm, I'm kind of doing my thing. I mean, how'd that make you feel when you're on all these lists? Is literally, I think you were 20th in America as total recruits ranking. Yeah, uh, I had good coaches around me, so they made me humble myself. Uh, it wasn't about me, about the team uh, trying to win the state championship game. Um, I had good coaches. So I had Todd Mangum. My coach, uh, Perry Wheat, from, he's from Hattiesburg. Uh, again, I had just good coaches. I had good teammates uh, because they didn't, you know, they knew I was the best one on the team, but they put me in the same level they were. They, they didn't treat me no different. So they, they joke on me, clown on me, just like they did other players. So, <laughs> and, and for that, it made me, it wasn't no stress for me. It just, I just want to do my part, try to win. Yeah, you definitely did your part to it. And one cool thing about there when you're in high school, man, you were real close with your buddy, brother Eddie Shaw, and he was your teammate all throughout high school, man. How was that early on developing that kind of relationship, not just off the field, but on the field with Eddie? Uh, it was it was slow at, at the beginning because he was a little smaller and stuff. Then about 11th grade, he started developing, you know, being a good player. And by senior year, he just – he worked so hard that – he come now. He running like four three in the forty, out of, you know, out of high school. And this this guy who didn't make really, he didn't really play his sophomore year, but he started playing more his junior year and senior. He was one of the top players too. So, I, and, and, and it was good because he pushed me along the way, and I pushed him along the way too as well. Then good that I got to see both of us being the star on the football team my senior year and. And that was the main thing, our moms watching us play and both of us uh, competing at a high level. Oh, very cool right there, man. And we'll talk more about Eddie Shaw later and y'all's relationship moving on to Southern Miss. And, but you had such a career, McGee, man. They retired the number 14. 
I mean, that's yeah. the ultimate sign of respect. I mean, you are truly the name in McGee, Mississippi. How'd that make you feel when they retired your number? Uh, about time. Uh, not being ever. <laughs> about time. It, was, it was about time. That, you know, I couldn't work there. You know, I stayed out of trouble. Uh, hey, made good grades in school. Uh, I did good on the football field. You know, I was a team leader. You know, I did all the right things. And when they retired me, it, it felt good. Yeah. yeah, what what a cool moment for you, man. But that's how big of a player you were, recruit you were, and which gets me to my next topic, man. When it was time for college, I mean, you you literally could have went anywhere in America to play college football. I mean, you turned down a program like Alabama to come to Southern Miss. Man, Harold, yeah. how did we get you in 1994? Because that's still, that's still like, wow, we got Harold Shaw. <laughs> well, actually, I turned out Notre Dame come there. Tennessee. Even Notre Dame, but I know Bama even wanted, yeah. Yeah, Be oh, yeah Bama. Uh, <laughs> the truth, a lot of people know my mom had heart problems. So I want to be able to stay close to home and so she can come travel to watch me play. Um, and if she gets sick, I'm close enough to get home and, you know, to check on her. So that's, that's the main reason I stayed uh, close. And plus, I, I built a relationship with my running back coach, Mike Williams, uh, because um, – during that senior year, he was recruiting out in Atlanta and everywhere else. And he made time to come see me on a Friday night, you know. So it was just like he took a chance with me coming to, you know, come to USM, you know, because if not, it would be a lot of, you know, problems why he didn't want to Atlanta, you know, recruiting and stuff. But he took a chance on me and, and I respected that, you know. Heck yeah, man. Man, what a great story right there, too. I mean, that adds to, you know, we're going to get more into Southern Miss days with us together and yeah. just why you were such a good dude, a beloved figure at Southern Miss and just an incredible teammate, man. Stories like that, you want to stay close to help with your mom. I mean, that, that's awesome. You could have went to Notre Dame, Bama, but man, yeah. you, you know, taking care of mom, that's that's powerful right there, Harold. That's powerful. And the, but the baddest thing on this now, she's coming <laughs> to check on my grades. You know, <laughs> make sure I'm going to class. They should have good grades and stuff because no matter what, you know, I, I was out of the household, she said I still had to make good grades. So yeah, I was mad a lot of times when she used to just show up, pop up and stuff. Cause I'm saying, I'm a grown man now. You know, I'm not in your house no more. I'm, I'm in college, but she didn't care. She just came and checked on my grades. And thank God she, she did though. Yeah, heck yeah. That, that's awesome, man. You know, you worried about football, this and that, academics, but you got mama. On top of you. Forget yeah. Coach Bauer being on top of you. Mama's on yeah. top of you, man. Making yeah. sure things are done right. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's awesome, man. Well, Harold, uh, you come there in 94. You don't need the red shirt. You're ready to go, basically. You're, you're a prototype <laughs> running back. And, uh, you know, the name of this show is Anyone, Anywhere, Anytime. So I red shirt in 93. We're getting 94, and the schedule came out. If you remember this schedule, Anyone, Anywhere, Anytime, basically. Uh -huh. It was that. Number, I'm going to get them right. Number four, Florida, at number 11, Alabama, at number 13, Texas A&M, at LSU, and number 21, Virginia Tech at home. Do you remember when that schedule came out? I mean, I was like, dang. I, for me, I was, just ready, I was just ready to play. Uh, it didn't matter who we played, to be honest. I'm not just, just sitting here just saying it, but yeah, it didn't yeah. matter who we played. It was just more, well, we prepared to play whoever we played. And, you know, and Coach Gals ready to play whoever we play. You know, that's our mindset. It doesn't matter. 
Yeah, we definitely played anyone, anywhere, anytime, man. That's a mindset we all kind of had. And uh, and getting that season, man, I mean, you played in all 11 games. I mean, you were that good just right away as a freshman. And uh, against USL, you, you almost had 100 yards, man, against the Raging Cajuns. They were USL back then, not UL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, but, man, making an impact as a freshman, how, how'd that make you feel? It made me feel good because I came in there, we had, like, probably five running backs, including myself. Um then you look at depth chart and stuff, you're like, oh, man, you, you got to start from the bottom, work yourself up. But it made me a better person, actually, because I knew I had to work hard. You know, I, they didn't give me nothing. No one gave me anything. I had to work hard each and every day in practice to achieve to get on the football field. So uh, I felt pretty good my freshman year. Yeah, no, and like I said, you made an impact. Everybody's talking about you. I mean, um, but kind of getting into that season, man, the last game of the season, we're five and five. Saturday night, we're going to Death Valley against LSU for a chance at a winning record, which, if we win that game, would turn into the first winning season of 18 straight winning seasons. We got a lot on the line, man, to go six and five. But, man, in that game, one of the best runs I have ever seen, Harold, you scampered 50-plus yards through that LSU defense. You spun through the defense. And took off and outran that secondary man. You got to remember that run. It's magical. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember the run. I was man, I was excited. I complete. I, I made that run. Uh, looking back at it, man, it was, uh, I can't believe it. it. It was real good. But what I really remember <laughs> the next time I gave her a run the ball, I went the wrong way. So <laughs> it happens. Uh, a negative mark on that one. I'm like, God, dog, I messed up the whole. Even though we won, I messed up. <laughs> one play. And that's how my coach was. No matter how good you did and stuff, keep the well on the stuff you did negative. Yeah, yeah, no. That would help me be a better person, you know. Yeah, man, that, that, that's great right there because I, I picture this run, but you picture what you did negative on the next play. But but a <laughs> lot of people, man, when I said I was interviewing Harold Shaw for this show, they said, man, talk about that LSU run. Because yeah. it was like a, like a PlayStation spin button, you know, you threw the yeah. defense and taking off. It was awesome, man. <laughs> and then what a magical night. Chris Pierce kicks a 52-yard game when it yeah. field goal. Man, we beat LSU and Tiger Stadium for that 6-5 mm -hmm. winning season. And, uh, man, how how'd that make you feel beating the Tigers in, in your first year? Man, I felt amazing because it was the last game and we needed to win. And I helped – I did my little part to help us win the game. You know, I felt good. Yep, yep. You did a big part, man. That run is special. Yeah. So, uh, kind of getting into your sophomore year, man, you made a big name for yourself at this point. Uh, you become the starter at running back. I mean, it's yeah. obvious. Harold's got to be the guy. So how'd that make you yeah. feel finally getting a, a start nod only in your second year? Yeah. You know, uh, I put in work. Uh, and it paid off. Um, again, my coach, Coach Mike, Coach Williams, he, like, really pushed me, pushed me. He instilled that, you know, you got to work hard. You got to have good work ethic. And – and I had to work at the, you know, just learning from him and watching the other running backs. You know, at Chris Buckhouse, we had Eric Booth, we had Run Hot, we had uh, Bowler, we had other guys, you know, and everybody was pushing each other. And it didn't matter who started, it just whoever played the best in practice, that's who really gonna play more. That's how Coach William did. Man, that's a great way to, to put it. I mean, if anybody doesn't know our former running back coach, Coach Williams, He's the toughest of tough guys. He's a great leader, a great motivator. 
But, man, I used to look over at the running backs when y'all were in practice because I'd hear Coach Williams getting after it. Man, give me, give me a good Coach Williams motivating <laughs> story because I know there's a lot of them and I've heard a lot of them. But he, oh, he was, he was uh, the toughest of tough guys, man. <laughs> I, 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 I know one. He got pissed off at us. And we'll run through the tire. You know, guys, your pass has stayed, you know, level. You don't get through the tires and stuff. Yep. You know, tires from the top and bottom. You got to run. Yeah, you got to yeah, There's literally perfect. tires. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, you had to run. It had to be perfect running through there. So we were running through, but no one was running hard. And he took the ball and said, this is fucking, I'm sure how, this is how you're supposed to do it. He turned the hat backwards. He ran through the tire and came out. His nose was busted and stuff. How you supposed to run? How you supposed to do it? And I look at, look around like, oh shit, we better, <laughs> we better you know. So we took off, but after <laughs> practice, we laughed so hard the running backs because we see he won't do that again. His nose all busted up and stuff. But that was the mentality was, it, it doesn't matter how hard it is, you can do it if you want to do it. It's mindset. So like yeah. practice, we when against you guys. His mindset that we are better than you guys. We are better than the D-line. We are better. He gave us the attitude, the edge. So when you get in practice, he just, he look at us, and we know we got to go to work. Man, I'll remember that story. Thanks for sharing that one, man. Coach Mike Williams just running through the tires, coming out bloody. Man, he, he, was, he was one of the best, man, ever coach. Yeah, he Running was. backs, that's for sure, man. But getting that 95 season, so what was cool, if you remember, all summer and leading up to the season, they were talking about selling out the first game. Northern Illinois was in town. It was sellout 95. You know, we had good crowds, but it really was never a sellout yeah. while we were there up till that point. And so I come out the mm -hmm. tunnel and, and sure enough, I look out, man, it is standing room only, packed, the rock, man. Yeah. You had yeah. a hell of a game, man, against yeah. 100 plus against Northern Illinois. So, man, how was yeah. that finally playing at the rock with a packed house and having a great game? It felt great. But it felt more better when we see we seen recruits on the sideline. You know, yeah. you got high school kids looking up at you yeah. and stuff, and you like you want to play good because you know you want them to come play here too. And and we are no matter how big or low school is, we want you to come play there, and we want the best players, you know. And so by us putting on the show and make them guys want to come sign with us, and by winning and doing well. And it made me feel real good because I know I put it in the work. But summer, you know, summertime is hard. <laughs> Two days hard, you know. So to to do that, you know, I I was happy, you know. Yeah, man. Two days were unique in the deep south, man. It's 110 degrees and those pads, man. People falling out of practice from dehydrating, yeah, especially off the liners. Yeah. yeah, did did you ever fall out? I actually did fall out one time. I, I, did. I, I fell out I and never, had to get the IV. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I fell out. I never, I never I, no, I never because uh, I just came and looked better in shape and stuff and I did a little extra work sometime and I knew my coach and I didn't want to let him down. So we just do extra stuff and he put that military drill in our head like it don't matter how it is, you, you got to do it. <laughs> so couldn't complain about it, you know. So, then yeah. you don't want to go down because you got other running backs behind you. Yeah. So if you go down, he going to thank you, saying you saw 
that's mixed man. Uh-uh. So, yeah, um, yeah. Coach Williams creating the environment in that running back room, man. That's what yeah. they sure. Um, so man, that 95 season, so you know, you're starting making a name for yourself, man. Harold, we're that close to being 10 and one. We wound up being six and five. Dude, we remember we lost four games by a total of 10 points. Man, it, we were so close to being 10 and one. And there's one game that I still have nightmares about the Alabama game from 95. Man, we got yeah. them beat at the end. But and, and our DBs get turned around. It's fourth yeah. down and long. Bama throws a pass, makes the catch with like 15, 10 seconds left, and they beat us, man. Yeah. I fell out and cried, man. Literally cried. Do you remember that loss, man? Because that hurts. Yeah. That hurts. It's just, it, it just like, like I tell people, when you play the game, you play the whole 60 minutes. Yeah. It don't take one play to mess you up. No matter how good we played, one play can mess you up at the end of the game. And we just dropped the ball. And, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I hate we lost. But it, it was a learning lesson, too. Yeah, yeah. It was literally about 59 minutes and 50 seconds we're playing better than Alabama. But that last 10, 15 seconds, man, you just, uh. <laughs> and, oh, well. and it's just like, it's always something. It's always. It's always something. Man, always something. But, you know. <laughs> man there was another game. We, we, we were so close. You remember that season, 95? There was uh, there wasn't Conference USA yet. That was coming the next year. It was called the Liberty Bowl Alliance. All yes. the Conference USA teams we got together, and the winner goes to the Liberty Bowl. And we got East Carolina at home. And, man, we got them beat. And at the end of the game, they fake a field goal. And they if it's a pass interference on the fake, they get closer and kick the field goal yeah. with no time left to go to Liberty Bowl. Or else we're going yeah. to Liberty Bowl in 95, man. It, it was yeah. that close that season, man. You remember that game? <laughs> it was a homecoming game, I think. Yeah, I think, I think so, yeah. <laughs> That's, I'm pissed because we lost because it was homecoming. That's why I, I remember. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. We blew that one too. <laughs> well, yeah. we should have won. Uh, I guess we had the team to beat anybody, yeah. but it just sometimes just had to take another step. We weren't at that level yet, I guess. Yeah. I, 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 I'm trying to get stuff positive. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Oh, we'll get positive. We got too much to stay positive about, man. But 95 was that season that could have been, man. It could have been. Yep. But, um, Getting into a, a little kind of a little off, off the field talk, whatever, you know, even field talk. But I want to talk about head coach Jeff Bauer, man. He was obviously on the offensive side a lot more. You know, John Thompson handled defense. Man, what was it like for you personally being coached by head coach Jeff Bauer? He was very detailed oriented. So, you know, he already, listen, running back, just hit the ball hard. Get three or four yards. That's all he wants. Three or four yards. 10 yards, it's 10 yards, so you get three or four yards, you get four yards, two downs, third down, you can get the first down. Yep. Then leave it to y'all guys to stop, you know, leave it to our defense to win it. <laughs> we just want to run the clock down, you know, yep. run, just keep keep the clock running. Then and rely on you guys to stop, stop off their offense, other team offense. Yeah, we, we did our best, man, but you were great in those uh, pounded down situations, man. Nobody yep. was better. Um, man, something cool with, with, our team and, and teams past and before and, and after that, man, you know, when we had athletic dorms, man, we had band hall. I mean, yeah. that was just a great place to bond. You know, when people say, what do you miss most about football, Marshall? And I said, the, the games are great and everything. I miss van hall, man. I miss the yeah. guys. Yeah, so, you, man, you know what I miss? <laughs> I don't know if you did this now. We used to wrestle a lot and we used to wrestle off this line. Oh yeah. <laughs> right, I was right. good with some of them, but 
that damn Casey Keys, Casey was left, and he was just too strong, too big, and he was a little, he was a little rough on us. So we yeah. tried not to wrestle him too much, but everybody else, you know. Then I, I just remember like a day as this dude went to the NFL, he had a good career, this and that. This guy used to cut my hair, you know. AD, Adelius Thomas. AD. Yep. Adelius Thomas, Pat Sertain, in the Hall of Fame at the Miami uh, Dolphins. He's riding with us. He had no car. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, it, it just brought back, like, bring back a lot of minerals, guys who didn't have nothing then. Now you have something. If you look back, like, you really work hard for this. Nothing was given to us. Nothing. No. And no. we work hard for what we got, you know? Yeah, that, that was the beauty of Van Hall, man. It was a group of guys, like a fraternity, man. V5, we still say it to this day, man. And yeah. Just a lot of guys with a chip on our shoulder, us against the world mentality, man. Van Hall was yeah. just... It was it was the place, man. I'll, I'll never get a special ground. Did you uh? Did you ever go to Applebee's when they have all you eat on Tuesday night? Oh, every now and then I go to Applebee's. Yep. <laughs> I know Kofi told us, you know, that take it easy to Applebee's because you eat too much. <laughs> but you know, we were broke. We had like ten dollars, so we're gonna eat, eat, you know. And I just, man, oh, that was in those days, dude. You remember that? We were we were hungry guys. We were always hungry. I mean, we were football yeah. players, big guys, and uh. Man, when we get word of a place uh, giving, you know, it's inexpensive meals or or yep. somebody's, you know, is, is feeding the team, man, we, we couldn't get there fast enough, man. I know. <laughs> yeah, those good old days. Yeah, good old days, but I remember being hungry a lot, that's for sure, man. Yeah, man, you, me. <laughs> and, and another I, cool, yo, we talked about Eddie being your high school teammate, man. But what was cool, man, he signed with you at Southern Miss, so he came yeah. over to Southern Miss with you, and Eddie was a hell of a receiver for us. Man, what was it like yeah. also being in college with your brother, Eddie Shaw? Well, first, uh, I got pissed off my, my freshman year. They put <laughs> us in the same room together. I'm like, man, I'm trying to – I know we went to the same school, but put them somewhere else, you know? <laughs> Don't Just, I deal you know, with them enough? <laughs> I, I'm like, God, I'm like, so we stayed together for the first year. It was good because, you know, my mom bought us food and stuff. We shared, you know. But after that, they put us uh, separate our sophomore and junior year. Then we came back our senior year and we was roommates. And I think my senior was the best for me and him, our relationship, because he got redshirted. So it was my senior year. So it was just more, I had someone I could talk to, you know, you know, besides the football field, like what I need to do better and stuff like that, you know. I think the best the best thing that he's done for me my senior year, that's when you know our senior year they they call you all this stuff. And like he gave me a hug. Oh and yeah. That, that's like I, I'm like, I remember I remember that, man. Yeah. yeah. So, Don't make me cry, that, Harold. That made, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. cry, man. I remember that. That yeah. was powerful, man. It was yeah. powerful. So Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. That was that was good. Yeah, it was too cool, man. The Shaw brothers on the team and both of y'all making yeah. such an impact and you you just tearing, tearing up college football. Man, getting into 96, so we were that close in 95. That close. So 96, man, we know we got a good team. Let's just see how we're good we're going to be. And our first game's at Georgia, man, between the hedges. And uh, one of the biggest wins in Southern Miss football history, man. Just, just talk about that game, because I don't want to do all, all the talking about that, because I could go okay. on and on. Let me, let it, was, it, was, it was a tough game for us, because – Oh, we it's just like we just ran the ball, ran the ball. It was stopping. It was just stopping, hitting y'all, stopping them, going back and forth, and uh, it was really, it was really tough on us because we didn't back down. There was big school in us, but we didn't back down. 
and we went in there knowing we can win. Like always, we we think we're gonna win. Um, and we ended up doing it. What was it, six nine, something like that? It was actually eleven to seven. Yeah. That's how deep it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But that was man, it felt so good, but I was sore that game. <laughs> and that's probably the only game that I was real sore afterwards because it was a tough fault game. Yeah, no, Harold, you had plenty moments, plenty big runs. I mean, we already talked yeah. about the LSU game, that magical run you had in Tiger Stadium. Yeah. But, man, a game like that, sometimes the flow is yeah. just smash-mouth offense, smash-mouth defense, and that's just yeah. even wide-open offense. And sometimes they just got to go like that. And you were the yeah. perfect back for that game, man. Pound yeah. it, pound it, pound it. And, you know, whenever the dust settles, whatever the score is, that's a win. Yeah. That's how it went, man. So, <laughs> yeah. but, but, man, we won, and – what I remember so much about that game, man, we flew back into Hattiesburg. Do you remember all yeah. the people at the airport? Yeah. This? Man, yeah. those like, that? That's the championship game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was the coolest. Yeah, man, that was real cool. That was yeah. so good, man. Um, so we're getting into the 96 season. We're doing well. I mean, we're uh, getting close to top 25 and about uh, midway in the season. And we got a big game at East Carolina on Thursday night, ESPN. Yeah. And how the quarterback situation, the whole time you're there, I was there, it's kind of, you know, yeah. iffy, and then I was yeah. just in that stability. So, mm-hmm. man, Coach Bauer decides that night to start Lee Robbins. And yeah. uh, Lee had an unbelievable game, man. Yes, How did that make you feel to finally have stability? Because you were doing your thing, you're running back, stability yeah. at the quarterback position in Lee. With Lee, we had a leader. Because uh, he was not – he didn't play around. He called a play, we got to go. Let's go. And to have a quarterback lead us like, that way, and we was willing to follow this guy, uh, they said something real good about him as a young guy to come in and play quarterback. Uh, we knew he had a skill set, and, you know, you watch practice. You can tell who's good and who's not good in practice. But he didn't play around. He paid attention to the coaches and stuff. So on the field, he was just like coached himself to, to us, you know. Yeah, and, and he put on a great show that night. Offense did. Defense, man, what a big win yeah. on a national primetime ESPN, man. And so, you know, when I think about you, Harold, I, one of the things I think about you is just hardcore toughness, man. Like, you you fought through adversity like nobody's business. So, we got a home game against Cincinnati later on that season, man. And we're number 23 in the nation. We're doing well, man. You got two sprained ankles in that game, Harold. Mm-hmm. You remember that? You had both, yeah. both ankles were sprained. Yeah. Yeah. And you had 32 parries that game. Oh, I people, know. You <laughs> to, people, people, you want to talk about toughness, yeah. attitude, mm-hmm. Southern Miss grit? Yeah. Harold, talk about how, how'd you do that? 32 carries, both ankles sprained. <laughs> again, you got, again, I got my coach Williams. And <laughs> he, he don't play. So, mm-hmm. If he, like he said, if you enter, you hurt, you know. Yep. So, and, I, hey, I just had to suck it up and play. And um, I want to win, man. I, you know, I'm a nice guy, but you get on the field, it's, you switch totally different, you know. Uh, I don't, I never want to be that guy who, you know, said ankle injury hurt, stop him from playing. If I could play, I'm going to play. And, you know, I played and, you know, thank God that, you know, I did well. Yeah, you did well, man. 32 carries on two sprained ankles, man. That's yeah. stuff a legend. So listen to that, people. Y'all spread the word what yeah. Harold did for Southern Miss right there. Uh, yeah. So, man, we're rolling along. We beat Cincinnati right there. We get the number 20 in the nation. And you even said, you know, defense was playing well. We're doing our thing a lot, yeah. man. And so we go to Houston and Harold, all of a sudden, defense, we forgot how to play and how to tackle. 
you put yeah. on a monster performance. You had three touchdowns yeah. in that game. Offense scores 56 points. Yeah. We lose in overtime, 56 to 49, man. Um, defense let you down, Harold. How, how'd that game yeah. make you feel? Because that would well, hurt still. I, I can't say the defense let us down. I think more or less that I let the team down. Because at the end, overtime, I got hit and got dazed a little bit. And Coach will put me back in. I, I told him I can go, but he said, no, you, no, you're not going back in. Then we did a little screenplay in which uh, the other running back, Brandon Francis, got in. You know, little Brandon, little B. Oh, yeah, Brandon. And uh, they ended up stopping him in the goal line. I felt like if I was in there, I would have scold because they, they didn't stop me. Yeah. I ain't no stopping myself from getting hurt and stuff. And, I, and that's, that's the only game in four years that really bothered me because – I didn't. I didn't finish the game. You know, when you don't finish the game, this, you know, that, that, that bothered. That's 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 on. That's bothered me because I, I felt like I could have got back in, but coach won't let me get back in. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, but, that's but, but to, that says something positive to the coach. Like your help is more important than you know in game. You know, you, you know. Looking back to then, man, before there was as much under the microscope stuff or injuries and. And what you could deal with for the future, man. You know, yeah. that, that's that's great. That's our coaches said, man. They loved us. They they totally loved us, guys. Yeah. And always had our, our, our health and interest. But but dang Harold, like I said, no shame in that game from the offense. Yeah, man. Had three touchdowns. We we yeah. blew it defensively, which left us at eight and three. You know, we're conference yeah. co-champs. You know, we got to win over Georgia. We're in the top 25 a lot of season. Mm-hmm. But dude, only one team went to a bowl game that year from Conference yeah. USA. And that was yeah. Houston, and we didn't, man. We, we'd have been in the bowl nowadays. We yeah. had our choice of bowls. Man, how did yeah. it make you feel like tasting your mouth, man? Eight and three, no bowl. I, I was so pissed because I'm like, they weren't <laughs> yeah. telling us. But we let a couple games slip. And yeah. it's just like, oh, man. <laughs> this close again. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. There's a theme here, people. 95 and 96, <laughs> you know, we're that close. We're that close. and uh, yeah. But it's coming. It's coming in 97. So, yeah. but, uh, man, one dynamic on all these teams uh, that, that we played on together, man, you know, you talk about duos every now and then, thunder and lightning, man. We had, yeah. I, I'd say, the best co- college football running back duo in America with you yeah. and Eric Booth. You know, yeah. you being thunder, Eric Booth being lightning, man. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. how was that being teammates with Eric Booth and knowing the kind of dynamic one-two punch you guys had? It was, it was good because I know when I got tired, I have Booth come in and do the same thing I, I do, you know. And we played good together. It wasn't no one was jealousy. That's why I tell people, we weren't jealous of each other. If he did good, I'm happy. If I did good, he's happy. I mean, again, come to our senior year, he played kickoff return. I, me too. And at the end of the year, Eric was number one uh, kickoff return in the country. Yeah. Yeah. But again, He's running the ball. Yeah, I'm running. I'm trying to block for him. Then I'm like, I'm a little tired. Hey, Eric, get in. You know, he go in. After he don't ran the ball, you know. But yeah. that's how, like, unselfish I was and how selfish he was. It don't matter who's in. Both of us did the job, you know. Yeah, that Thunder Lightning duo was awesome, man. People talking to this day. And, uh, and Harold, I got to have a moment of honesty, man. So, you know, we're kind of getting behind the scenes, sort of missed stuff here. You know, I said early in the show, who was the – Toughest guy you ever had to tackle when people ask me that. It's easy. Harold Shaw, period, end of story. Yeah. I mean, it was like hitting a wall whenever I hit you, man. Yeah. We'd be in practice in our running back lines. And uh, 
you know, I'd, I'd always count every time. You may not yeah. know this. I may have told you this before, but I'd always yeah. count to see if I was matched up with you for these tackling yeah. drills. And whenever I saw it, it's like I'm number four. Oh, Harold's number four. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. Buckle up. <laughs> tighten, my, tighten my cleats. Tighten my belt. Yeah. I'm like, man, it, the collisions against you, man. I'm surprised I still – I still yeah. you got a brain, man. But you don't understand. Like, before we go against you guys, coach you psych us up. Uh -huh. You gotta win, you gotta win. <laughs> You're gonna win. You better win. You know? And we like, oh hammers. And we did the same thing, man. We look, I'm like, shh. <laughs> so if he's gonna hit me low, I'm gonna hit me high. If he hit me high, I'm okay. But we gonna hit me low, I'm like, shh. And I gotta try to bend down, see can I run over with a uh, man, it was crazy. It was fun, but scary at the same time. In 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 a weird way, that was fun, Harold. Yeah. That you got to be kind of deranged, with guys like me and you, to say that was fun. But I don't know, people. Yeah. It was fun. It was a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah. Go ahead. Speaking of fun for you, man, what had to be fun. So I used to get a kick out of when I'm watching you in a game, and you get to the open space, you break open a run. And it's you one-on-one -on -one with a defensive back who's about 180, yeah. 190. I don't know, man. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Lord, this poor defensive back right now. How would that yeah. make you feel, man, when you're about to come to contact with the DB? It was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, I, be, I be trying to kill him because, you know, it, it makes you look bad if a DB tackle you, you know, and you play running back. So I try to punch him, you know. more you punch him, less likely you're going to want to hit you next time. That's my motto. Try to punish the, the linebackers. DBs just you know continue running hard. And then by the end of the third quarter, fourth quarter, they they'll be tired of hitting you. You know. Heck yeah, man! When when you got an open field, there was a buzz on the sidelines. We were watching you run like, oh shit, I was about to hit a DB. And sure enough, yeah. DBs like you know crouched. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that was Harold Shaw moments, so, though, man. But yeah. kind of getting into '97, man. Let's get into the season. People still talk about. A lot of people say it's the greatest team in Southern Miss history, the most talent. I mean, we were loaded, man. And going yeah. into that season, you know, Harold, let's not lie, we knew we were going to be good. And uh, okay. we had a – well, go ahead. But, yeah, I our senior, we had uh, office coordinator, Coach Kett. Yep. He yep. came in with the one back. And for me, I love it because I don't have a fullback. You don't get in my way. I'm just running zones play. And basically just taking off full speed. I love that, you know, when I take off then, I just read the offensive line, how they block. And, you know, we had, I lined like 300 some pounds, everybody. So we had big boys. So they were getting movement. And all you got to do, you hit it, and you hit it, you hit hard, you're going to get three or four yards every time. Or you might break it. It's just how you read everything. And when he came in, he was tough on us. And I changed running backs. We had a new running back coach, Steve Buckley. And he won, he was opposite, total opposite Coach Williams. He more talked to you and, you know, nicely and stuff, you know. <laughs> but he was tough when he had to get tough. His thing was, you do your job, and you got you gonna hear from me. So starting training camp, that's how we did. We just work on getting the zone play right. And shoot, y'all defense, y'all was, man, y'all was, y'all jail. Y'all came in jailing. We had to catch up with you guys doing two of eight. Yeah, yeah, but Harold, let's let's talk some little X's and O's real quick, and I'll try to explain to somebody who might know what a stretch play is. So, so yeah, our offense went to this one back set more or less, and and that means it's, the quarterback kind of runs with the ball and hands it to Harold. Harold's got time yeah. to get speed built up. 
and steam yeah. built up and he sees a hole and he hits it. But by the time I'm a linebacker and I get a chance to read this, Harold's pretty much running at you, man. I yeah. mean, Harold, yeah. <laughs> when I say I had to buckle it up tighter, mm-hmm. tighten my belt tighter, man, when they came with that stretch play for you, man, that opened things up for you, man. Yeah. And, and, uh, Third and one, we all, that senior, we never got stopped with third and one. Yeah. That's a fact. Never got stopped third and one. We always going to get the first down. Wow. Done deal. That, really? I didn't stop. know that stat. Wow. That's awesome. Third and one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, yep. that's how hard you were to stop in that offense, man. And, uh, yep. you know, I'll get all your stats and stuff like that soon enough because we had a hell of a senior year. And um, mm-hmm. beginning that season, man, we titled it Unfinished business because of that Houston yeah. game we didn't handle business we didn't win yeah and uh you know when I, that schedule came out I don't know about you but I had the Houston yeah. game circle I, I did yeah. I don't know about I did too I, I think we I all did, did too I, I, I said we I, might I, go 0-9 but we're gonna beat we're gonna beat Houston <laughs> we, we'll, we'll lose every game but we beat Houston you know I don't, yeah. I don't care so yeah. well, man, beginning that season we had the typical tough Southern Miss schedule at defending national champs Florida to open up the yeah. season on ESPN prime time we almost had them too man that was a fun environment so, it, I, it was us offense we had like three or four turnovers in the red zone um we had a couple interceptions um we had another run back fumble uh my brother he fumbled we caught the ball I think top pieces so we had like four turnovers in the red zone and they beat us 21 to 6, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. Like, we blew, we offense blew that game. I can admit we blew that game. Harold, we funny story a- from that game. Yeah, funny story from that game. You can point fingers at me and the defense for not learning, yeah. like, for getting out of tackle in Houston the year before. But man, there's a play that uh, gives me a headache, man. Harold, I got an interception in that game in the red yeah. zone of Florida. So y'all are first and eight, you know, an 18 yeah. yard line, first and 10. Harold, <laughs> y'all wind up punting. Yeah. Harold. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. We had a couple holding penalties and stuff. And- Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, hey, but, to- but, hey, it, it, Bring that, the line is on. Let them talk about that one. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's Lyman's fault. Lyman, blame it on Lyman. But uh, no, man. But the thing is, what a what I mean, what a performance we put on. I mean, we we tooth and nail with the defending national champs, and you know, is what it was lost that one. But the next week. We go to Illinois and we're we're on primetime ESPN again, man. And yeah. you put on a show. And yeah. uh we have you know why? they were talking about uh Holcomb. He was a running yep. back. Yep, he they had a great running back. Guy. Yep, yep. And all they talking about how we gotta stop him. We like stop him. <laughs> and I, you know, I came up with a mission, you know, because we lost last week. So we couldn't do it again. We couldn't be 0 and 2. And uh we had a good game plan, and we ended up beating them, you know. Yep, I'm, I, I mean, I forgot how many yards I had that game, but I had a good game. That, I want to say you had about 130 yards, man. I mean, you yeah. know, you had a great game, man, in this new yeah. offense to get that many yards that early on in a new offense, man. Yeah, you tore yeah. it up in Illinois, absolutely. Yeah. They, you know, at the end of that game, they were talking about Harold Shaw, not yeah. Robert Holcomb. I promise you yeah. that, man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, man, so you know, we start the season like that. We're, we're looking good, you know. I, th- I think we are at that point, and we got Nevada that week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, let, let's just get into some real talk right now, man, that we all had to deal with. And, you know, Coach Bauer to a lot of yeah. us, man. I mean, he, he was like a father figure, definitely family member. You know, his daughter, Kristen, was like a little sister to all of us, man. We yeah. saw her all the time. And, and leading up to the Nevada game, man, we got word of her passing, man. And um, yeah. that, it, it's still hard to talk about. It's one of the toughest yeah. things we've ever, I've ever had to deal with, man. And um, 
but you know, how, how was that week for you, man, personally? Because it, it, it was rough. It was rough. It was, it was a tough week for me because just losing a loved one, you know, that, man, yeah. you don't wish on no one. And when he, he lost his daughter, uh, you know, we wanted to try, you know, not, you know, just make him look happy a little bit, try to win the game, stuff like that. But what I can say about him, once they're over, you know, daughter died the following week and the, prior, the weeks after that, he was, to me, I felt like he was more a changed person, that he more talked to us a little bit more, understanding if we got in trouble at school, it's not punishment. He just talked to us like a father figure. Yeah. He wasn't as strict on us, you know, he just more, like he was more humble and just, I don't know, I was able to talk to him more that senior year than before, like, because I got in trouble a couple times, and he, like, just talked to him, like, dang, he finna run me. But he talked to me like a, a man. Yeah. Nothing that just, you know, you shouldn't do this. You got to do this. You got to pass out this person, you know. And it made me feel a whole lot easier knowing – I'm not saying I'm getting in trouble all the time, but knowing that I'm able to go talk to my head coach about personal yeah. stuff. And I think that will have me him connect a little bit better in my senior year. Man, Harold, that's, that's a great way to put it. He, he was my first guest on this show. And, you know, we talked about Kristen's death and he he just really made me feel so good about what we did for him. Guys yeah. like you and me, man, we were a yeah. shoulder to lean on. We were another part of his family that he could he could yeah. lean on and, and the hugs and support he got that week. And that's why, you know, probably towards the rest of that season, man, he definitely, you know, he leaned on us a lot, man. He did, yeah. you know, we just to, just to help him spiritually, mentally and uh but man, the way he handled himself and still coached us that week, and and we absolutely smashed Nevada. They didn't have a chance. Yeah. We were dressed in all black, yeah. man, for the game. Yeah, they, they didn't have a chance that game, they man. Didn't have a chance. No, no, <laughs> heck no, yeah. man. But we're rolling along. Harold Shaw's rolling along, man. We're running through people at that point overall. And so, what do you know? Later in the season, Houston at the Rock. It's the unfinished. Let me, let me stop you right there. Let me stop. Stop me, Harold. Because <laughs> uh, you always did stop me anyway. <laughs> we played it. Couple games out before after that before we played okay. Houston. Okay. We went to East Carolina playing on Thursday night football. You know, Thursday night game. Uh, in in ninety six. Well, wait. In ninety six, we played them on Thursday night. Ninety seven, we played them on Fox there, but we were there. We yeah. were there. Fox, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I ran the ball about five times. I'm tired. So I don't know what. So I finally got us to the goal line. I'm running out to get Booth in. Copa waved me. Uh-uh, get back in. So I turned around like, I'm tired on the wood. I ran, I scored. It was two yards, you know, from I scored. I came to the sideline, he told me, listen, I don't want you to ever come out of the game. Don't ever let them see you tired and stuff. You got to push through it. And from that day on, if I'm tired, I just push through it because he instilled in me that no matter if you're tired or not, you still got to push through it. And he made me go another level just because he said that to me. Okay, you fast forward now. So he's no, that, no, that's awesome because man, that, that just adds to the aura and the legacy of Coach Bauer. Man, he just the, the yeah. things he instilled in us, and and you know he's talking to you like that, and you're tired. I don't know if I can go anymore, man. And we all got like that, but you know you're watching yeah. this man and everything that he dealt with, and and the way he's leading us. That's just that's inspiring. You know yeah. what? Damn it, I'm gonna go back in the game. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go yeah. back in the game. So that, that's yeah. kind of a powerful word. Thanks for sharing that story. That's that's what it's all yeah. about, man. That's yeah. awesome. So yeah, with your permission, Harold, fast forward. Yes, back sir. To, that's Go it. Ahead. So 
but we're getting in the top 25, you know, range. But we're a good football team, man. There's no doubt about it. And we get to that Houston game, the unfinished business slogan of the season. And, man, if you ask me, I've never seen a team more focused than we were that week. We knew we had a job. We knew we had to take care of Houston. And, man, how was that week for you? Work. <laughs> yeah, it, it was work. a lot of work. Uh, they, I felt like we were building them anyway. The thing about it is, even though I thought we were building them, we got to go on the field and put everything, defense, offense, special team together to not beat them, but to blow them out. My main thing was to blow them out, not just beat them, like beat them real bad. And we ended up doing it, you know. Man, 33 to nothing, man. I mean, it just yeah. it felt like – and I wanted to beat them worse. So, I think we had a little yeah. bad weather kicked in, kind of slowed oh, me things too. up. <laughs> man, I, I wanted to drop 100. <laughs> yeah. So, but I've never been more angry in a game, man. I, just, I, just, yeah. I didn't like those people. <laughs> but big win for us, man. We clinched the conference, beat Memphis the next week, destroy them, and uh, go to what was the gold standard, man, for Southern Miss football back then, the Liberty Bowl. How'd that make you Liberty feel, Bowl. man? We're conference champs, Liberty Bowl, top 25. I was very excited because we achieved something that we've been working hard for for the past three years. And to be honest, I want to go to another poll because I said, we, we real good. Like, I had that, that my, like, we real good. And it's just like, man. And when Pittsburgh came, talking junk, you know, the whole week, I'm getting into it with the linebacker. He's been talking junk. I don't, he, he didn't like me. He's just talking the whole, every time we did the event. He's just talking, talking. I'm like, I'm, man, I, I can't wait. So I was really, I was, I mean, I'm ready to play. Yeah, man. Yeah, you were, man. We all put on a show right there, man. Defense yeah. scored three times. Y'all scored a couple times. Special teams. Yeah. It, it was just a team effort. And, man, when yeah. I say team, I mean the fans too, Harold. I mean, yeah. that stadium was packed on our side with black and gold. It was 25,000 yeah. plus. I, I was That's just crazy. Wasn't it? That was crazy. It, it was Hattiesburg shut down, man. The thing to be, the yeah. place to be was Memphis, man. When I say team yeah. that night, it was fans and us, man. Am I, am I lying? Yeah. <laughs> you ain't lying. Yeah. Man, I missed it. Uh, yeah. For me, by the fourth quarter, I got sad. Because I said, man, I'm finna, this is my last game playing with all my guys. It was like, you know, it was, I was happy, but sad at the same time. Because I know I'm going to miss you guys, you know. Man, what a, what a way to put it, man. It was bittersweet, yeah. you know. It was great. You know, you still talk about that team to this day, and uh, which I'm so honored by. You know, we talk about you all the time, all the runs, yeah. all the great things you did. And, I mean, and you finished that season, man, I mean, with 1,000-plus yards, which leads Conference USA, 16 yeah. touchdowns at Leeds Conference USA. You're clearly yeah. first-team all-conference performer. Yeah. One of the best running backs in America, man. Uh, but I, I know you kind of hit on it a little bit, but looking back at your Southern Miss career, Man, what, what kind of your thoughts or just quick quick thoughts on, on the impact that you made at Southern Miss? Because it was a big impact, Harold. You know, looking back, I, I did well for myself, but I never thought each year how good I was, you know. And, you know, and I thank God every day because who knows if I thought I was real good and stuff. I might have had an ego. Ego's not good for the team, you know. You can't be selfish. You got to be a team player. And uh, I feel like I was team player all four years. I feel like every year I got better playing football. I got better being a better person on the field, off the field, because the players who I played with and coaches who coached me, and uh, I, I would never change nothing for the world. 
Man, that, Harold, that encompasses what kind of guy you were. And, you know, a lot of times the fans and people only see us with our shoulder pads, our helmets, you know, on and making hits and making plays out there. But people, I'm telling you, man, the, the coolest, kindest, uh, best, just about best teammate you could ask for yeah. was Harold Shaw. Between uh, the, the lines, <laughs> man, between the lines, that ain't what you want. I promise you yeah. that. Yeah. But off the field, you're not going to meet a more genuine guy, man. I mean, I absolutely love being your teammate. Yeah. And I am so glad we are great friends to this day, man. And uh, yes, me too. You know, I, I can't say enough good stuff about you, man. You know, my wife yeah. even loves like, Harold Shaw, yeah. man. So you make an impact <laughs> yeah. with everybody, man. So, but yeah, congratulate, man. Congratulations on an incredible career. So it's time for the NFL, man. And if you ask yeah. me, you went too late in the draft, sixth round. Yeah. I thought you'd have been much higher than that, but man, that was a steal. Yeah. So uh, to the yeah. New England Patriots, how'd that make you feel finally, man? Uh, my dream in the NFL. I was very excited. I was very like knowing that I was able to now take care of my mom. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the main thing for me to take care of my mom and stuff. Well, you know, when I got there, it was it was surreal. Because guys, you watch playing in the NFL when you're in college or something, and you're in high school too, really. And you see all these guys, like, oh man, now. I'm in the same boat they are in. So, I, man, it was exciting. Just, you know, just getting there the first day and seeing all these nice cars and stuff. And these guys I've seen on TV, and you can't go crazy. You know, you just got to act normal. When you see these guys, you're like, dang, I seen this guy in the Super Bowl two years ago. Or, you know, or last year, this guy was to the Pro Bowl. And now you're playing with these guys. Man, so that's all. I mean, Harold, you were in the NFL way longer than me, but that's funny you say that. I got to share a story with you. So, you know, I was a free agent with the Arizona Cardinals. So I'm at practice and I'll be there, you know, during camp or whatever. And you, you get starstruck sometimes you do, man. Yeah. So while I'm practicing, I'm looking over all the time because the defensive line coaches, Mean Joe Green, yeah. <laughs> the Coca-Cola commercial, you know, like I'm getting uh -huh. starstruck. Like, damn, I'm trying to focus, but that's Mean Joe Green. <laughs> yeah. So it's part it's of the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of the NFL. But, man, yeah. like I said, you had, you had a great run right there. Um what would you say the biggest difference from college to the NFL from a running back perspective is? Uh, just learning more technique on how to run a ball, how to block, and knowing that blocking is more important than you running because you got to block for the quarterback because he's making all the money now. Yeah. And just learn to read the defense a little bit better because you can't miss that block and get your quarterback hurt. Because if you do that, you're going to be off the field and stuff. Yeah. So – uh, it's the same for, for in college. College, but coach gonna fuss at you because you probably the best player running back on the team. So you know, but coming in as a rookie, you, you can't. Uh, it's a lot more studying than college. We, we was in class in the in the rooms like four hours a day. Going into the NFL, you don't think you gotta do a lot of studying and stuff. But you say, well, you made it. You might watch a little film and you go practice. Uh uh. <laughs> <laughs> No, you get from 7 to 11, you watch the film. Like 8 to 11, you know. So that's the difference. But it was good, though. You learn a lot of stuff. Dude, I believe you. I mean, I've seen NFL offensive playbooks. I mean, they're about yeah. that thick. I'll put an NFL yeah. offensive playbook up against a science exam. Learn it. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, it's, it's complicated, man. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was. But they, they helped you with little key words, you know. It, so you just, you won't look at the whole play, you look at the keyword that for you only. So this is what helped me. At first I was scared. I'm like, ain't no way I'm gonna learn all this stuff. 
Then they start calling the play. Then just, oh, okay, I just missed a key word and tell you the play. You know. Oh, so, very cool. Very cool, man. Yeah. And yeah. uh, so your first year though, man, really cool. Y'all go to the playoffs. Man, how was that? How was that being in the NFL playoffs your rookie year? Well, I mean, that, that's that's different. Yeah. It's different, man. Cause record season, you playing, you're trying to, you know, you trying to win, isn't it? But you getting in the playoffs, you have to win. Yeah. Then our quarterback went down, and we had uh, Zolak was our second team quarterback, and we played Jacksonville. And it's just like, oh, and with Jacksonville was getting hot at the time. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and we just had second team quarterback just. Just lost, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, but that, you know, you got the playoff experience. I know it stinks yeah. losing, man. And, uh, but, you know, bouncing back. And like I said, you had a great run with the New England Patriots. So I want to talk to you about something. You had two of the biggest named football coaches in a, in history coaching you. Your yeah. first two years, you had Pete Carroll. Your last yeah. year, Belichick comes in. Yeah. How was that being coached by those two? I mean, living. Totally legends. different. <laughs> totally different. Uh-huh. Uh, Pete Carroll was a rah-rah coach, you know, trying to get the team, you know, motivated. Pete Carroll, I mean, uh, Belichick, he came in, you're going to do this, you're going to do this. If you don't do this, you, you ain't going to be here. It left it that way. So with Pete Carroll, you know, he was rah-rah, you know, like a college coach. Okay. Belichick came, he told us, he came there and said, you know, I'm hired to be a head coach, not a defense coach, or offense coach. So I, I'm the head coach. Hell, the first week, he was still with the defense. He didn't come talk to us. So we're like, man, what's going on? He stayed with the defense, but he just he put that thing on you that you can't mess up. You know, next man up, that's the model, next man up. And that's how we played. How was the New England experience? Because when you were there, you know, they were just starting to kind of get that whole Belichick run going and things like that. What is, what's the experience in New England? Because uh, they've become the standard of franchises in the NFL, the run they've had. What was it like, the New England experience, man, from the fan perspective and just the whole vibe of it? Man, the fans crazy. Like, to this day, <laughs> crazy. To, to this day I can go back and just, I, you know, people – that hard football fans, they know who everybody is. You know, if we in, you know, we in Foxborough, but Boston to the left, like 20 minutes away, then Rhode Island is like 30 minutes, about 25, 30 minutes away. You can go either places or you go to Hampshire or Maine. It just all over in the area, they love football. Uh, and playing with, with, with the Patriots, when, when he got there, when Belichick got there, he instilled his offense, he instilled the defense, he instilled the special team, you know, got to be consistent, whatever you do on the field, you know, and he just, he just coaching a lot of uh, other coaches. And he think about the little things that can help the big things. And I think, and he's still the team doing that. That's how he's still, you know, doing well for, for the team. Heck yeah, man. Looking back on your New England career, man. I mean, what, what, what are your thoughts on it, man? Cause I mean, that's a nice running back run for the NFL. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I enjoyed. It, I promise you, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I can tell you a little story because uh, I'm coming to six one two thirty, so I'm playing just running back. Yeah. So uh, my uh, going into my uh, it was the end of my rookie year. Uh, the two running backs got two fullbacks got hurt. We playing we playing St. Louis Cardinals, St. Louis Rams, and uh, I'm on I'm doing special team stuff on the sideline. 
bullcrapping around. Then uh, coach said, Harold, get in. With the goal line, I'm like, shit, I'm going to score a touchdown. I'm running there. He said, fullback. I'm like, what? <laughs> man, you talking about, man, never practice fullback ever. And he said, I'm worried. Uh, Drew will tell you where to go. Yeah. And uh, I got in there. He said, just hit the middle linebacker. He's going to run and dive. Yeah. So I got in there. I'm shaking. I'm at fullback. Shake. I never played before. I'm just yeah, shaking. Yeah. Man, he hiked the ball. I took off full speed. Made it, made it funny. I ran over the, the linebacker. Then the <laughs> running back, he cut, went to the left. He should have followed me. Uh-huh. Next play, hit the defense in, ran him over, and the running back cut again. So we watched the film Monday. I run back and said, why you didn't follow Harold? You could have just walked in twice. So from then on, I'm playing tailback and fullback. So I had to practice <laughs> both after that. But it was a little experience. Oh, man, I'm, I'm glad you didn't play a lot of fullback in Southern Miss because I'm picturing taking yeah. you on a goal line, man. Goodness okay. gracious. It was tough enough with you at tailback, man. Yeah. So, But, man, great run there with the, the NFL, New England Patriots, man. And so, But you, you still want to play some football. So you get yeah. into the Arena Football League with Grand yeah. Rapids with yeah. your brother Eddie again. I mean, yes. how was that, yeah. man? It's almost like besides well, New England, you guys, this is, this is a, a family thing. <laughs> so – once I got released, and uh, he, my brother called me and said, hey, come play with us. I said, yeah, sure. I'm going to come play with y'all. But I was just hanging out and rolling out, just chilling, just having a good time. And two weeks later, mom called me and said, uh, what you doing? I said, nothing. She said, go play with your brother. I said, yes, ma'am. And I called my agent that day, say, I'm, I'm going to run rappers, you know. So that's how I signed. That's how I started playing arena football because my mom made me go play with him. Man, that's and awesome. They just called, my, my brother was the best player on the team, actually. And they just called him 98%. They called me 2%. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why was that? Is that because? 98% because he was going on a touchdown. I was getting in. If I get a touchdown, so, you know. Oh, 2%. I get you. Yeah, I'm on a touchdown score there. So, I, can yeah. see, I can see Eddie being good in, in arena. Like, he was so quick, yeah. man, as a slot He was receiver. going four or five touchdowns a game. Cool. And he was yeah. Like legit, yeah. legit. Yeah. Yeah. No, Eddie, Eddie was the truth, even in college, yeah. man. He was a great that, that mm-hmm. kind of slot number three receiver, man. He was awesome. Um, yeah. Y'all win the Arena Bowl, too, man. How was that winning well, the championship with your brother, man? It was good, but in my town, they couldn't watch it because it was a big thunderstorm. Knocked the cape off. So no one seen him score his little – he had, oh. I think, five touchdowns, and I scored one touchdown. So in my town, no one seen it. No. Nah. The <laughs> cable was cut off. Oh, man. The thunderstorm, so – yeah, the, the pride of McGee, man. Nobody can yep. see the pride of McGee, man. Yes. <laughs> so, so but was, man, man. Yeah, I know you played some ball after that too, man. But looking back on your your career, I mean, golly, Harold. I mean, when people talk about some of the greatest running backs in the history of Southern Miss, your names, right? It's there. You got to bring up Harold yeah. Sharp. End of story. Yeah. And uh, so, great career, man. And then it all came full force in 2016 when Southern Miss. I thought it even took a little bit too long making this happen, yeah. but they put you in the Hall of Fame in 2016. Yeah. And I was there at the event, man. I got to see my guy yeah. inducted. And half the room is for Harold Shaw, man. <laughs> that yeah. all, at least it was yeah, like a like pep rally. <laughs> yes. Yeah, all my friends came all over <laughs> to come support me. Uh, I had like, I think, four tables. So I had like four yeah, tables was, for them. They were loud, yeah. man. It was, it was, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> But but how how'd that make you feel, man? Going and just to be immortalized in the Hall of Fame or something? Uh, I felt blessed. Uh, God blessed me to be able to play football, and He blessed me to get this award. You know, uh, without Him, 
nothing would never happen. And I thank him, you know, for most. Uh, second, you know, I just thank all my, fr my, my family, uh, my friends who, you know, supported me from Dream High to all the way to, you know, to the NFL. And, uh, and to achieve this war for USM, that meant that I did put in work and a lot of people did understand that, you know, it was worth me getting in. So it made me feel good, you know. Heck yeah, the big train immortalized, man. Well, well deserved. Yeah. And then, uh, so man, some updates now, Harold. Some, maybe some business updates, which you might be up to. Some family updates. Is there anything you want to share? Give, well, give the people some updates on the on Harold Shaw. Yeah, I just moved back to Mississippi like four years ago. Got married uh, a year and a half ago, going on two years. Uh, now I have a stepson. Been with him, uh, helping him out. He and Agree, uh, he's an All American football player. Agree played running back. Uh, he played baseball. Uh, you know, I got a nice, nice house because you know I always wanted a big house for my family to come visit me, so that you know we throw parties and stuff. Because growing up, I always stayed in apartments, and when I got in the NFL, I had like townhomes and stuff like that. So I should, I wanted to get a big house. So I, <laughs> I, just, I prayed about it, and ended up finding a house two and a half years ago. It's a nice, big seven bedroom house, five bathroom. You got a big L-shaped pool out there, but the most important. I have a basketball court out there. When I came to look at the house, had US, USM Eagle on there. And I'm like, this is a sign for God that I need to get this house. And I ended up getting it. Damn. So now, you know, full circle that, you know, I'm doing well for myself. Uh, me and my wife, we have a trucking company too. Uh, we have one truck, 18 wheeler. It's on the road right now, as you speak. Uh, I'm in church every Sunday. Uh, trying to learn more about God. I'm in Bible study on Wednesday. Uh, I think as right now, that's what I've been doing, trying to sit, you know, trying to be a good husband to my, my wife and, and good stuff out to my son and all my other, and my other kids. Uh, but more or less trying to learn more about God. So every Wednesday and every uh, Sunday, I'm there. Uh, I got Bible study tonight. Once we get off, I got to read some more stuff. Cause I'm trying to learn more. I'm trying to be a better person foremost. Man, that's awesome. You deserve great things in life, Harold. Anybody that carries the football 32 times in a game with yeah. two sprained ankles deserves yeah. some good things in life, man. So that's all <laughs> I got to say. So, Thanks. so Harold, man, you're a beloved figure in Southern Miss, man. You know, people put you in the highest standards of just great, great running backs and great football players in Southern Miss history. What's some words you might have for the Southern Miss nation from the great Harold Shaw? Oh, man, just come on, support us, you know. Uh, win or lose, just come support knowing that we are doing our best. And, and it's for me, too, that I know I talked to you before. I got to do more myself. I'm sort of shy talking to the team and just hanging out. But I think I put myself more out there and start watching practice and going to talk to the coaches because I got a lot of experience. And, you know, I know a lot of stuff. And I need to start using it, talk to yourself to help them, you know, just go and just hang out, talk to the kids about life and stuff, about playing football, you know, just – been in a relationship with them too, because they, they are my family. So that's how I look at it, you know. Heck yeah, man. Great way to put it. That's a, that's a big goal of the show, Harold. I mean, you know, I, I want people to see your face again. You know, I want people to see me again, all, you know, all the guys I'm bringing on and uh, the latest and, and get to know more behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, because those are some gloriful time, glorious times in Southern Miss history, man, the years we were there and even right around that. So, but, uh, Harold, I can't thank you enough for being on the show today, My man. Like I said, man, you were an incredible teammate, an incredible football player. 
and, and, and just an incredible friend, man. So I think one cool way to maybe close this show yeah. would be me and Harold Shaw giving all the yeah. Southern Miss fans a Southern Miss to the top. To the top. There you go, Let's baby. Let's go, baby. <laughs> That's Let's it. go. All right, Harold. We'll catch up soon. Right. Next time I see you in Abbeyburg, right. man. I mean, wow, did I enjoy catching up with my great friend and former teammate, the big train, Harold Shaw, right there. Well, that's it for another edition of Anyone, Anywhere, Anytime. And if you're watching this on YouTube, we're on a push for a thousand plus subscribers still. Uh, YouTube limits us to what we can do on that platform until we get a thousand plus subscribers and really get that Southern Miss name out there. So, Take a second out of your day to head to our YouTube page, anyone, anywhere, anytime, and click that subscribe button and just get back to your day. Well, until next time, as always, it's Southern Mist to the top.